Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another 3D Hangout. My name is Nora Wes. I'm a designer here at Adafruit. And joining me every week is Pedro. What's going on, everybody? I'm Pedro Wes, creative tech here at Adafruit. And every week, we come to share 3D printing projects featuring electronics from Adafruit. That's right. This is where we combine 3D printing, do electronics, make inspirational projects for you folks. Thank you so much for joining us. Welcome to episode 195, Lego Robotics and 3D Printing a Boat. Thank you guys so much for joining us today. Shout out to everybody in the chat rooms. Hello, everybody. We are live streaming on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Periscope. I think that's all of them. And if I forgot to mention you, sorry. But hello, everybody in the chat room. We got some great people joining us today, working on some cool stuff in the background. Shout out to all the usuals in the chat room. We got John K in the house. Notable Ben hello. Gray from hello. sunny England. Hello. Seth Kirby, dude, AC. Hi, folks. Our Thanks for joining us. Well, we're going to jump right into the show and talk about things that we did That's right. This week's coupon code is ROVER. That's right. If you want to pick up anything at Adafruit Shop, please use coupon code ROVER. Get yourself 10% off your order. We also have some freebie deals going on. If you go to adafruit.com slash free, you can find all the deals that are going on. Circuit Playground Express is back in stock. Yes. And another uh, chance to get it for free to spend more monies. Check out adafruit.com slash free for the details. Same day delivery for the fine folks in New York City. That's still an option. If you need your stuff really fast and you happen to live in New York City, you don't have to wait. CircuitPython meetings happen every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time. If you want to check it out, it goes up live on YouTube as well. Mm -hmm. We have a playlist, CircuitPython meeting. Of course, you can catch it live and join in on the discussion every Monday at 2 p.m. inside of the Circuit Playground, or the Circuit Python channel, just scroll all the way down to the voice channels. We just, need a, in there. we just need a new thing that's called like Python Playground. Python Playground. <laughs> Python Circuit. Check it out on discord.gg slash Adafruit. Yes. We also got some newsletter, adafruitdaily.com. You can sign up for different categories, bioengineering, biohacking rather, mm -hmm. Circuit Python, 3D printing, Make all that stuff. business. Mm -hmm. Wearables. Uh, a lot of thanks everybody subscribing to 3D printing one. Yay. We also have a product focus one, adafruit.com slash newsletter. This one happens once a week because products happen once a week. We're hanging out in the Discord server. If you want to check out, want to chill out and uh, talk and chat, <laughs> that's what Discord's about. So we're there, we're hanging out. Peter says, good morning, folks. Northern Pike, he says, hello, world. I believe that's John Kay. Matabole is there as well. We got Aaron and the... Bull City Yay. representing in the house here. Well, thank you guys for joining us. Okay. Let's go ahead and jump into this week's really cool Lego right. robot inspired Le project. Yay, let me go to the learning guys. So we go to learn.adafruit.com. One of the guides there that we launched uh, last night is Lego Cricket Rover. So we built a little 3D printed 
faceplate adapter and some mounting bits for the Cricut, mm -hmm. just Adafruit's robotics platform. It's new, it's shiny, and it's easy to use, <laughs> right? So, so we have a couple of these on the learning guide, but this is the first one, I believe, that's all Lego. Yeah, and Cricut. Lego right? Cricut. Is that, is that right? I don't know. We've made so many Cricut projects now, it feels like Adafruit as a whole. But hey, this one lets you use sort of your standard Lego bricks to build your own little walking robot. Well, roving robot, right? So let's take a look at the page here. We have nice text and descriptions about the project and what inspired it, all these different things. It's really the base plate. The base plate is what kind of holds everything together. It is, um, it has, it's a two-piece thing. You kind of screw them together. And they have those little elements that snap into Legos. So you have those tubes and you have those studs. Tuds go on the top, tubes go on the bottom. That's how they work. Um, and these are all the parts that you need. It's not really a lot of parts. You don't necessarily need the servo if you want. That's just kind of thrown in there. But really, it's the circuit playground and the cricket board that makes this work. And of course, the two motors. These motors are really inexpensive, They're like two bucks each, I believe, mm -hmm. maybe a little bit more. Um, but they work really well for these type of projects. So those are all the parts. Hardware, you're gonna need some standoffs. I would recommend getting a uh, sort of an assortment kit of standoffs, just so you have a, a couple of different sizes to work with. The ones I'm using in this project, I'm actually using two different sizes, depending on how much Lego bricks you want to put on your thing. Uh, so I have uh, 30 millimeter standoffs, which are really sort of long, and those will help um, really push that board up so you can have all these things in between the board and the faceplate. Or you could get an assortment kit. Um, there's a, this one that I have linked here, it's from Amazon, it's for like 10 bucks. It was like 180 pieces. You can get, um, all sorts of different sizes from six millimeter all the way up to 20 millimeter, which tend to work out pretty well too for the more simpler rover that doesn't have all this extra stuff in it. Um, hex nuts, screws, all that stuff is all linked here. I like to get my screws from Albany County Fasteners. They're a nice supplier. Um, but if you have your own, please use them. I think they're US based. So you might wanna search around uh, for different manufacturers of screws and hardware. When it comes to power, Pretty simple, we got some rechargeable batteries. These are the double A's, Amazon Basics, I, you can get those. Um, and then the four double A battery holder. This one's really nice, it's kind of a new one. It's nice in the fact that it has the 2.1 millimeter DC jack already wired to the thing. It's open, it's sort of exposed, um, which is good for a project that you want to enclose. So you can just chuck it in there. And it has a couple mounting holes as well. You can kind of bolt onto something. In this case, for this project, I didn't need to do any bolts. I just used bricks to hold it in place. It worked out pretty well. Prerequisite guides, if you are new to Circuit Playground Express or the Circuit, or the Cricut, Cricut? Oh, Cricut. Man. Sorry, <laughs> don't do that again. Uh, we have some guides that talk about all the things. Take a tour for the Cricut. This one tells you all the things that you need to know. Here's the Cricut tour page. This one shows you all the pieces, all the segments broken out exactly how you got wiring diagrams. You have code examples, project examples, anything you need to know, um, recommended parts. Here are all the speakers that work that we recommend. Here are all the servos that we recommend, that sort of stuff. Really great guide, chock full of info and goodness. So that is why it is a prerequisite guide. Let's head on over to 3D printing, right? So 3D printed parts is a nice handful of parts here. We got those two big place, face plates. We got a couple of boxes for our motor. We got a box for the servo. And then we have all these like kind of faceplate bits. These are the kind of connectors that you need to kind of glue to either of the, of the mounting part, parts. So I'll kind of do a kind of a, a overhead view and take a look at uh, these various parts and kind of some nuances about them. This is where you want to download all the STLs if you want STLs. If you want to modify the CAD parts, you want to download the Fusion 360 file that way you can quickly modify things like the tolerances. Those are set up as user parameters, so you can literally open up a little window and type in numbers to change the, the thickness or whatever of the, of the studs or the tubes. Uh, so they all have kind of those user parameters set up. Also, we have all of our components on GitHub. If you need a TT motor, if you need the Cricut board, if you need the Circuit Playground board, we have all those files already designed and ready for you to use if you like using CAD stuff. This is a motor, it's a TT motor, it's an STL. I, I clicked on the STL because you can kind of see it here, but we also have step files. We also have the Fusion 3, 3D file here. Step files are kind of interesting, they're kind of like XML. You can kind of step through here and see all the code. It reminds me of SVG. 
But anyway, if you go to the main page, Adafruit CAD parts, the way it's broken out is the product number, the product ID is first, followed by the name of the object or the item. So you can see here, Joy Bonnet over here is 3464, Gemma M0, 3501, and so on and so forth. If you have any parts that you would like to contribute, please do so. You can uh, uh, do a pull request, I believe it's called, um, and you can help us build a library of CAD parts. Thank you so much for contributing. Let's go back over to the guide. Actually, I'm gonna go over to the learning, the learning. I'm gonna go over the overhead. We're gonna look at some parts. This is the rover in its simplest form. We've got two wheels, a third one. Let's talk about that third wheel. So in the video, we, uh, we show uh, one way to create a caster wheel. This is another way to create a caster wheel. So this is a couple different parts, right? All right, so let's look at this first part here, right? This is called, can you take those two parts? That's actually four parts. Okay, we're gonna take it apart. There's so many parts actually. Yeah, let's just focus <laughs> on this guy here, okay? Let's move this so we can focus on just that. That right there is four parts. It's a sub-assembly. So you have the wheels that are removable, then you have the, the rims, and then you have the actual kind of hub, the axle itself. And you see that it has a two by four kind of brick configuration on the top. And those are, what are those crass axles? There's, I have never taken those apart before. But anyway, they, they came with our airplane kit. It's one of those jumbo jets. Mm -hmm. They also come with the space shuttle kit. They come with a bunch of different kits. But if you just want to buy one brick or two bricks, very specialized bricks, there's a website called Bricklink, bricklink.com. If you go to bricklink.com, it's basically like the the Craigslist of Lego parts. Mm -hmm. So you can search for Lego bits and you can, uh, can you bid on them? I don't know, I think you just, those resellers. are all like resellers, yeah. There's a ton of resellers. I really like how they had this laid out. Folks from Germany, uh, Belgium, the all US, the United Kingdom, all over the world, Poland, Netherlands. They're all over here. This is the part, It's it's got quite a name. Plate, modified, two by two thin with dual wheel holder split pins with mm -hmm. light brush, gray, white, and black tires. You kind of have to. It's, it's so insane. Many variations. Yeah. I'm not trying to scare people away like, oh my God, look, there's too many pieces. They do, but that's a good thing. That's the beauty of it. Yeah. I don't know what these pieces were. I had to look it up. I just came with my kit and uh, I guess when you kind of build a few Lego kits, you, you start building up all these extra pieces because they do give you extra pieces. Mm -hmm. And I was, I was able to kludge this together with those extra bits. Yeah, yeah. So that was able really to cannibalize nice. some of the kit stacks. I did have to do that, together. yeah. So anyway, if you look at this tab over here, it says part inventory. <laughs> You'll see all the parts that are actually making this thing. So we have the, the actual holder, the axle, the two wheels, and the two rims. So those are what put what makes that together. We also have a turntable. Pedro's trying to take that apart. I told you not to take apart. This is two pieces. That's a top part and a lower part. They snap together. They have a little kind of connector in the middle, in the mm -hmm. center of those two pieces. And it just kind of gets held in place. You kind of have to squeeze those teeny little pieces together. Um, I really didn't think that this would have enough kind of heft to hold the, the rover in place. It, it did, it had enough, four by four uh, bricks, it has a lot of force to it. So there you go, Pedro just took it apart. There's two pieces. I believe these were actually in some of the swivel chairs. Yeah, you, I've seen them in swivel chairs, but I don't know what else I've seen it in. Hitting back over to the BrickLink website. This is the top part, two by two plate, turntable top. It's got a simple name. It's also, uh, they also have uh, part numbers associated with them. And then this is the lower part of it. You do have to get them separately. And they come in a ridiculous amount of colors and choices. That's kind of neat. Um, so yeah, and then it tells you when the, it was released in 1977. From 1977. Wow. Pretty neat. It tells you the size and the, the weight. It's four grams. It appears yeah. in, wow, they tell you how many it appears. This is an incredible site, yeah, guys. That's really good. Yeah, if you're a Lego enthusiast, you probably know about this. I'm kind of new to the game. Mm -hmm. um, but you've actually placed some orders here, I think, I want to say. Yeah, a couple of orders for some of the under-supporting uh, parts. It's like under an inverted, parts. which I did not bring, actually. Yeah, these have special stability bricks. for, um, like, wheels. It would, like, go underneath, and it would, like, hold yep. this to this bottom Exactly. Plate. I know exactly what you're talking about. They uh, connect the bottom tubes together, basically. Mm -hmm. Usually more sturdy. used for, like, wheel parts to yeah. really hold them in place. Yeah. That way, when you kind of do this number, they don't 
snap mm. And if you're lucky enough to live close to one of the Lego stores, they actually just sell these um, in their parts oh, bin. That's right, yeah. So you, you can just get bin. those over there. Yeah, next time I go to Lego store, I'm going to buy some stuff. I got some things. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, so that's the caster wheel. Um, the so way, yeah. The way I have it here set up is that I do need to elevate it a little bit. So I got these extra bricks to kind of ele- elevate it off. So if you look at this camera angle, you can get a good look at how kind of flush it needs to be. Or not flush, but how level it needs to be. Just kind of wedge some extra bricks in there just to level out the two wheels. Let's talk about the wheels themselves. So the wheels themselves, help me out here, this one. So the wheels. We have these, uh, so let's, pipe, let's take one off. This is a 56 by 26 wheel. Kind of comes with the monster kit. You'll see that the, the way it connects is with this cross axle. Take a look at that little plus sign there. That is to allow one of these guys to fit in there. This is a cross axle that we sell in the shop. And it's customly, really, gosh. It's really, it's custom designed for fitting exactly on these, uh, anything with a, with a cross, a Lego cross axle connector insert. So those come in there. And then this piece here is like a hub that connects directly to the motor. Problem is, if you want to buy one, good luck, they're out of stock. So we 3D printed one. This is what it looks like. It's, uh, it's nice to be able to have one on hand because I could, you know, do exact fittings. Uh, so this was printed with a 0.2 nozzle using a 0.1 millimeter layer height. Very, very fine print. Um, and it's, it's pretty strong. I'm not going to break it, but you probably could break it if you put enough stress on it. So I would probably recommend printing this in some sort of nylon, copolyester, maybe ABS. Um, but so far it's working okay for PLA. And when you're, twi- when you're switching around different materials and different nozzles and profiles, you tend to get different uh, results. So you'll print the same file on one machine, you print it again on another machine, and it's, it's completely different. So you do have to play around with some tolerances there um, with the, some of your slice settings. Uh, so this just comes off like that. has a nice press fit to it. Again, printed at a point one layer height with a 0.25 nozzle. This fits right over there. And then I can put the tire back on there, hopefully. Oh no, took out the rim. See, this one has a really, really tight fit. And that's a kind of a good thing because your tolerances will kind of, the more you take the thing apart, I think the more the tolerances are going to get loose, at least with PLA. Uh, Maybe not so much with ABS. So I'm going to put this on now. It fits, fits like that. Yeah, it turns. And you also have these little connector locks, like little lock nuts, sort of. These are the cross axle tie. These are all Lego pieces here. These were not 3D printed, and that connects there. So you got this nice motion there. Um, so yeah, it's really nice to kind of have this cross axle adapter for the TT motor. Um, if when they do get in stock, I probably get a bunch of these because I don't want to be printing these. They take about 30 minutes to print, such a small piece. But because, again, you're using a really small layer height, even smaller nozzle, uh, you, I didn't even want to attempt to print this with a 0.4 nozzle with a regular printer setup. Uh, if you have a, access to a resin printer, I, be, I bet this would come out really nice. The accuracy on those machines are really nice. So there you go. Got my little Lego thing. It's all part of the sort of STLs that are in this group of, of parts that we published on Thingiverse and GitHub. So you can get those if you want to adapt your Lego style rims uh, to these wheels. So let's see if it works still. I think my battery's running a little low. This is actually good since we can catch it if it tries to get off the uh, table. Yeah, I might. I tried to program it to not fall off the table. Hey. hey, it's staying right within the bounds. Hey. Cool. Yeah. So once you got your thing set up, how do you program it? Well, we're using MakeCode, Microsoft's MakeCode. So it runs in the browser. And it's blog and blog and <laughs> block, <laughs> block-based code editor. So we'll probably take a look at it now. And we'll take a look at the sketch real quick. 
How am I going to do this? Oh yeah, I have a thing here. Hey, there's your simulator playing. Those are some of the sound effects that are going on. So uh, this is one of the first projects I put together that uses functions. Functions to me are just kind of a group of different code blocks. It's kind of like putting them in a folder. That way you can kind of create a bunch of different functions, rearrange them to make different movements and interactions. So in this case, let's take a look at this first one called head turn. This one's controlling the servo. So if we, so to get Cricut working with MakeCode, first thing you want to do is go to under advanced. You want to open that. And then there's an extensions category. Click on that. You get a bunch of extensions. One of them, it just got out of beta. It's called Cricut. So you click on that and it installs it. And then you have a block here called Cricut. Click on that and all of your code blocks are segmented pertaining to the, the component. So in this case, we have all the things that work with servos, motors, the drives, the signals, NeoPixels, and stepper. NeoPixel here is for external NeoPixels because there's, there's a NeoPixel screw lock terminal. So if you want to have a strip, an external strip of NeoPixels, you can use this. If you're using your regular NeoPixels on board the Circuit Player on Express, you probably want to use these guys here and under the light category. So you can use those. So under Cricut, I put together uh, a little head motion for, for Adabot here uh, using the, this guy here, the set servo. So you basically just say what servo number you want, what angle do you want it, and then I'm using the pause block to create sort of duration between these two movements. So going from, zero, going from 180 to zero, we're just kind of turning the head. Um, and then let's, let's take a look at another one for spinning, for actually moving the motors. There's this one called Tank Motors, Cricut Tank Motors. And that just lets you use, uh, lets you control both of the motors with one block. So the first motor is, I'm going to say the left one, and the second value is the right one. If you want to go backwards, you can use this slider here to go a negative value to go reverse. Positive value goes forward. Uh, and depending on the orientation of your motor, you need to figure out what is, you know, what is forward and what is backwards. In my case, Backwards is actually forwards because the way I had it set up. Um, so by going, by making one motor go a full positive value and then the next motor going a whole negative value, you basically create the spinning motion is what I have here set up. Um, you can create a whole bunch of them. So you want to go forwards, you want to go backwards, you want to do a left turn, a right turn. You can use functions to create a whole bunch of these guys, a whole bunch of different movements and then use those functions, call them in the forever loop so that you can basically play them back to back. So if I want to rearrange these, I wanted to have the light cycle come first, I could put that up there or rearrange any of them how I see fit. Or you can use even the drop down here to pick from the, the list of the function. And to create a function, it's really easy. Just come down here, the functions, click the create functions, and you can name it whatever you want. Don't let the function name scare you. It's just a folder <laughs> to my eyes. Uh, and then for start, on start, I have, I'm setting the NeoPixel brightness to 20 because it's eye blinding and the volume to 128, just a little bit louder. So it's not so quiet. That's pretty much it. Um, I'm still learning a lot. Um, and I think there's a lot of opportunity to, to use the, uh, the actual sensors on board the circuit playground to do maybe edge detection or remote control, that sort of stuff. I'm not there yet, but uh, we'll get there. And there's some great examples already out there on the learning system, so please do check those out. All right, that's my make code minute. Hey, while, I, one, while you're in make, um, yes, Liz was asking how we do the green screen for that. I can't find the tutorial on that, but we can quickly sure. show you where the option to turn that on is. Absolutely. So there's a gear over here. Click on the gear. There is a green screen button right here. It's super easy, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm going to click off, and then it goes away. That's all it's doing is just turning the background green. It even gives you an ability to use your camera as the background, which is what Phil has played around with. But I just click on the green background, and then inside of um, Wirecast, I have a key uh, effect that keys out a color. You tell it what color to key out, and it gets rid of it. You'll, you'll notice that our, our, our blocks are green, or at least a shade of green, so I had to really tweak the threshold. Uh, to get it to still show up and not be completely invisible. So there's some nuances there. You could do this with open broadcast Broadcasts. software, OBS. They have the same type of keying thing. Um, but that's how it's done.
Yeah. Shout out to MakeCode for actually doing that for this us. This was actually a, a request from uh, PT. We asked them to do this for mm -hmm. all of the video stuff. Woo -woo. And I think Moo, Good question. Moo as well has the, uh, the ability to do this as well. Moo as well, yes. Moo, Moo the CircuitPython editor. Yep, that one's a cool one. So, let's jump over back to the learn guide. We're basically talking about 3D printed stuff and then MakeCode stuff. And inside the MakeCode stuff, um, I really wanted to break this down in the, in the guide. So if we look at the guide, we never set up your Circuit Playground Express or your Cricut with MakeCode. I basically wrote it all out in, in instructional format. It's really good. Uh, really easy to, to kind of digest it, I think, too. So I walk through that. I walk through installing the extension. And then walk through uh, the, the different code blocks that I have set up here. So uh, I talk about the on start and forever, the Cricut code blocks, using functions, basically everything we just talked about. So it's all in written format here, which is nice. And then we get on to the actual assembly. So I'm going to run through these pretty quick. Base plate basically walks you through how to assemble the base plate, what's the right orientation, you know, what screws do you want to use for what. Uh, and then setting up the Circuit Playground Express onto the Cricut with the included standoffs. And then um, getting that onto the faceplate. So that one's pretty simple and straightforward. It comes down to the motor assembly. You, you want to have all your parts sorted and sourced before you start building this thing. You want to get uh, the things assembled. Make sure your glue cures before you start messing with them. Um, get these really long screws for the TT motors. Originally, I wasn't going to use screws, um, but they kept kind of slipping out of the box a little bit, so the screws really do hold them in there forever. Not forever, but you can take them out. Uh, and then figuring out your wheel assembly, what wheels do you want to use, and what, how, how much height do you need to apply to your, to, your, um, to your motor? Do you need to add more bricks to it to elevate it? I did that in, in the second one I did. Getting your Lego cast wheel, caster wheel together. Now you could pick an off-the-shelf caster wheel. We sell a couple different caster wheels, and then maybe you could adapt those to Lego. But I, I did have a bunch of Lego parts. So I was like, let me see if I can, you know, include one together. And this is the one I ended up using, the more of the tube connector one. Um, yeah, and then uh, figuring out where to install your caster wheel. It really depends on how you laid out the uh, the motors on the bottom of the faceplate. Installing the battery is pretty straightforward. I use some Lego bricks to kind of keep it in the center in between those standoffs. And I just bolted the cricket board right on top of it. Luckily, the battery fits right within the does. stud count. It really does. That's really nice. Happy accident. Yeah. And, and the extra wires, the wires are like the perfect length. I could not have asked mm -hmm. for better wires. I don't like having to cut wires and splice them and shorten them. You, you don't have to do any soldering here, which is really nice. Not just because I don't like soldering. I like soldering, but I also like not having to film soldering because that's very difficult. A lot, a lot of head in the way. Anyway, that's how you install the battery. You see it's got a lot of room in between there, so that's where you really want to have that assortment pack of standoffs, brass ones. Let's talk about the servo assembly really quick, just kind of um, putting those pieces together. Yeah. Did we talk about the, the pieces yet? Like these? I don't think we did, did we? No. Yeah. Uh, okay, so what I recommend before printing this whole giant faceplate and then realizing nothing fits, you definitely, want <laughs> you definitely want to print out one of these pieces as a sort of a test and, and do some test fittings with this. So this is the piece that goes with the servo, right? They're, you'll notice that they're the tubes. They, they, go at, they actually snap on. Uh, on top of uh, regular studs. So this is a real Lego brick, uh, well, sort of a faceplate. Um, and then what you can do is you should print this out and test fit it and see how well it fits with the tolerances. This is a perfect fit where you actually get that click and um, this is really flush with the surface here. And then you get it out. It uh, should not be so hard. You should be able to get your fingernail in there and just kind of pop it out as well. So that works out really well. Took a quite a, a bit of time to get this one to print right, um, just modifying uh, the, the line width um, to get this right. And again, I used uh, 1.1 millimeter layer height and a 0.25 nozzle because the tests I kept doing with the 0.4 nozzle, they just weren't working out so well. I knew that the more layers I had, the better 
uh, sort of fittings I would get. So there's that part. Another part you want to test. We, we did this one actually. Okay. Yeah, but thanks that's, for that's taking fresh off. off the, uh, yeah, it's fresh off the bed. Sweet. You also want to print this piece. This is a four by six faceplate. It doesn't have the bottom because this is 3D printed. Again, 0.1 layer height, 0.25 nozzle. You get really, really fine details on that, on those studs. You, know, you, you can even barely make out that there's a little fillet on the top of those studs there. Gosh, camera. Is this in the background? Again, you want to have some real Lego bricks to kind of test your 3D print with before printing that giant faceplate. And these fit in again like that. Really nice uh, fittings. You want to have an assortment of different bricks too and kind of see what, if, if anything, has a slight angle to it. And to adjust it in, in CAD is, is easy, but it's also easier to do it in the slice setting, um, in your slice settings. So you can play around with that. There's also a setting called uh, horizontal expansion, which just kind of either puffs in or flares out uh, the, the features. Uh, but I would really recommend kind of doing it in, in Fusion. All right, so those are the parts. You definitely want to do that. This is, this is what the, the motor mount looks like. Uh, I've been playing with this filament. It's called uh, Galaxy. Vertigo, yeah, Galaxy Vertigo Black. And it's from Filamentum. You might stock this stuff. It's kind of nice. It's got a good price point. It's got a pretty decent look to it when it's focused. There's the bottom printed on glass, the Ultimaker. Gosh, I just can't focus today. Quite literally. Hmm. There you go. That's it. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> All right, That's well, fine. yeah. If you, anybody got any cool questions, let me know. We can answer them now. I'd rather have Over. focusing problems than audio problems. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> no audio problems so far. And John was asking what the coupon code was for today. It's Rover. Yay, Rover. It's 10% off on Rover, Rover, everything Rover. except gift certificates and gift certificates. Yes, sir. Let's take a look real quick at some products. Um, so again, the DC motor out of stock. Mm -hmm. You could print one. Circuit Playground Express is in stock. Yay. If you're out of them, you can pick some up. People are also asking where to get the Cricut. Go oh, my ahead gosh. over to DigiKey. I did post the link in there. Excellent. Yep, DigiKey, they got 270. Can ship immediately. Go ahead and refresh. Let's see what it's down to now. Same, man. Oh, the same. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that updates quickly. It's live updating, yeah. Yeah, <coughs> but anyway. Um, yep, they're in stock there. That's who bought them all. Do I have other products? I don't think so. I think that was it. He probably like the servos or the uh, the TT motors. <coughs> yeah, TT motors are in stock. They are in stock. Mm -hmm. You can just go over here. Type in TT motor. These are in stock. Yay. These are great. Three bucks. We also have them in metal. Mm, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Different ratios though for the uh, the turning. Mm-hmm. That's just true. Look All right, cool. Well, that's the project. In the chat, Andy Calloway saying, yeah, it looks like granite for the little sparkles on Doesn't filamentum. It? Yeah. And a big ups from Liz saying that filamentum is awesome. Yeah, we should stock it then. Should look for uh, other yeah. colors to test out. <clears throat> mm -hmm. The black looks really cool. Yeah, I like it. Got a lot of great, great colors and great social media presence. Mm -hmm. Cool. So let's switch it up. We're doing what is Pedro working on? That's right. This segment. week's. What are we prototyping? <clears throat> so last week I showed off super cute little Hans oh that I was going gosh, to modify. Hans. This works with the Nintendo Switch. You add the Joy-Cons on the side and you control him moving around. Got around to updating the size so it would fit with a Cricut. So I was going to mount that on the inside. But as I was working on it, if you want to run the video for the schnapps. Let's run the video. I was creating the mount. I was going to have it just buzz around. And when you look at it, it looks like propellers, doesn't it? Yeah. So I was like, ah, totally abandoned the Hans. I will release it, though, as like a quick project. You Maybe. abandoned Hans? <laughs> I'll get back to it. But um, yeah, I uh, want to talk about your side note here. This really cool uh, the screwdriver. Screwdriver. The screwdriver to end all screwdrivers. <laughs> 
So it's super cool, a little screwdriver there. Although it can't make um, threads. It's not powerful enough. But I put together a simple little water rover since we have not made any little water robots. It's struggling. Oh wait, it's working. Yeah, so I started off hooking it up to the motor uh, pins on the Cricut. And then Noah suggested just moving it over to the drive section of that. And then the DC toy motors were able to pull a lot more uh, power off of that. And yeah, it worked. Yeah, so use the drive if your motor isn't powerful enough. Mm -hmm. So they give you a little bit more current um, using the Darlington chip instead yeah, so of the motor driver. Go ahead to the Let's overhead. So we got Ninja Flex seals for holding the motor in place. It's uh, waterproof a little bit, isn't it? Yeah, pretty uh, water resistant. Um, we were uh -huh. using the waterproof case. Excuse the broken uh, adaptation yeah, yeah, yeah. here. I'm gonna swap this out. I actually broke the button you. on it. Yeah, and we're actually gonna use the right angle um, barrel jack, so it's completely all nice and sealed. And what I w actually want to use this for is as a sort of like a slider, but for underwater. Yeah, sort a nice of a little, drifter. <laughs> sort of like a drifter, yeah. So oh, we have a little cool. GoPro attachment using all of the camera parts that we have in the shop. Our little, uh, uh, what's it called? It's the swivel ball head. mount. Swivel yeah. ball head mount. The quarter 20 to quarter 20. So it goes inside. You kind of see the metal part here. It's 20 to 20. So it's like two ends. You can actually go grab one because I don't want to take this apart. And then the 3 eighths to quarter 20 adapter. It's actually holding this on to the bottom portion of that. We've got some pool noodles that are being held in place. And that's where the motors are being mounted to that. Turn off, you can see a super simple little paddle design that's propelling this across the water. And of course, Ninja, Ninja Flex seal for the DC jack, so you can't get any water inside there. Everything's pretty sealed up, but you can still take this apart, get inside of it, reprogram your uh, Cricut and uh, Circuit Playground Express. So I think this, it'll be a nice little slider type project for like underwater um, videography, photography. Sweet. I like the use of pool noodles. Yeah, so pool noodles are good dollar way. store purchase. They mm -hmm. float. Uh, you could use bottles, but I think the pool noodles are a little bit more elegant. Mm -hmm. Definitely need the pool noodles. Then figuring out how long they need to be to, you know, balance out this sort of a heavy robot. I didn't think you could, I you could not float this, this guy. Work, yeah. yeah, I didn't think he would float. Mm -hmm. He's a little bit too heavy. But what do I know about? Uh, fluid dynamics <laughs> or buoyancy or whatever, whatever it is <laughs> yeah so this is actually based off the mount that you created for the cricket all i did was sure. modified it so it would enclose a cpx inside of there and have enough room to have all sure. of the components on the side of there so we'll take a look at this probably next week or the week after is when i'll uh complete uh testing this out can you Get print cool it in shots. yellow let's make it yellow Yellow, submarine, yellow submarine. I, we totally should. I yeah. think Filamentum has some like yep. nice little metallic cool. yellow. So the battery that. does fit on top. I mean, sit on top, mm -hmm. and it'll kind of remain like there, those. right? Yeah. And it's a, a three AA pack, mm -hmm. right? So yep. it's a little bit smaller. There's it is sealing on the inside. It is our waterproof version. It has a built-in button. You mm -hmm. can submerge it. The battery holder, anyway. As you saw in the but preview, it works. They're safe well. batteries. They're not the the light poly, the light poly high density ones. They're your nickel mm -hmm. hydrate batteries. So, totally take a look as code becomes available for the Cricut Feather. So maybe put a Wi-Fi or Bluetooth control. Bluetooth control would be ideal. Yeah, Bluetooth controlled little. Uh, your mounts were printed um, sort of an all-one piece, right? Yeah, the, actually, the yeah. noodle mount. Yeah, yeah so this also also houses. There you go. So I got a new version of this I'll be trying out to lift the motors a little bit higher to see if that helps with making it speed up a little bit in the water. Schwanky. Cool. Um, Super yeah, all those simple. various holes and stuff will mount mm -hmm. the uh, the other pieces. The other pieces would be the, the actual motor sleeves and the propellers, right? <laughs> They're saying yellow, but not yellow and black. Uh, Fluke has that covered. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I'll definitely want to try that out. But yeah, we'll take a look at how this yeah, was the, all made. The GoPro is week. the, what is it, the session. Oh yeah, it's just it's the session. completely waterproof. Mm -hmm. So getting so underwater thing. footage. Yeah, That's so it. definitely for like conservation, environmental, scientists. There's like, oh, uh, surveying. Surveying, see, see like ponds, lakes and all fish. that. Seeing how the aquatic life is uh, hanging out. Yeah. So we'll take a look at this next week. Excellent. Another cool little water-based 
uh, Cricket River. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's some uh, things we can do to speed it up. We, I think you covered them already, but elevating the mounting so that the, the propellers aren't in the water so much, mm -hmm. that we get a little bit more, or a little bit less friction maybe. We'll see. We'll keep playing around with different things. That was fun. Next up on uh, Community Makes. Yeah, let's do some Community Makes. We got some cool projects from the community. We'll start off with a really classic one that you put together with Phil B. Thank you, Dana Wall, our very own Dana Wall, who works at Adafruit in the manufacturing team, and a fellow learning guide author. He put a make of the LED animated sand using the feather matrix, LED matrix, Charlie Plexed matrix. This, this is one. the swivel, swivel, swivel one. Um, yeah, we got a learn guide. He prints it on his replicator too. Really nice to see that it's still working. And uh, says it's a really rewarding project. Definitely want to make one of these. These are cool. Yeah, a lot of fun. Shout out to Phil B for collaborating, collaborating with us on this. It was his idea. Next one, this is uh, sort of a fan uh, suggested. A couple of years ago, we put together this cosplay uh, weapon uh, from the anime Ruby. Yeah, Ruby. This is Lyran's Stormflower. Lyran is one of the characters. The Stormflower is the weapon. It's uh, it's kind of a big gun. It's kind of like a gun blade, but like a pistol mm -hmm. blade. A couple pieces together, three printed with no supports. Uh, we have, uh, our version has electronics in it. It's got the NeoPixel. You trigger, you fire off these mm -hmm. nice little blasts of NeoPixel light. It's pretty cool. cool. Printed on the duplicator A3. Next one, this is a, a sort of a classic favorite. Wi-Fi weather station using the Adafruit TFT wing, the 2.4 TFT and the ESP32. Uh, not 32, 82, 66, the older one. Mm -hmm. Printed out, worked out real well. Shout out to Tiki Shark who posted this on Thingiverse, printed on the i3 MK3 Prusa. Yeah, these, this one's super fun, super useful. Super useful, mine still Very works. Nice use of practical 3D printing yeah, there. I can't believe the the, uh, the library still run. <laughs> I think they updated it recently. Yeah, oh no. <laughs> this works. one, one of my favorite ones. This is really cool. This is from Caitlin's dad. This is a where, this is a- Love this project. Yeah, it's a very crafty project. I love his little Domokun mm -hmm. characters. Do they look? Familiar? I don't know. I, th I feel like I've seen them before, mm. but yeah, this guy has like a cool hat with his name on it, <laughs> and he has a skateboard with LEDs on it. And it then you like can you. see it says your name right on that hat. No, this is Ro, <laughs> R, Ro, R O E, okay. and uh, he's got some clippable pins. I want to say maybe they're clippable, maybe not. You got the serial data and serial clock here, ground, five volt, analog two and three here. <laughs> And then this guy over here, he's got these kind of these Snapchat glasses. He's got a drone. The drone has a light in it and it has a claw. So I love how he turned us into characters. Look at the stitching, yeah. <laughs> this is really cool. You can see a video here. Put that on mute so we don't get banned. <laughs> yeah, they're actually light up bags for summertime. Summer camp swag. Mm -hmm. Light up, drawstring. It's so Bad. cool because I didn't know what characteristics made make us up, and you, I think you captured it perfectly with you know the drone and the claw, my glasses, and oh, it is having you on the uh, skateboard with your hat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, we're these little short round monsters with sharp teeth. <laughs> <laughs> he even calls it Noicun. Uh, we have a shout out oh, to the shoot. hangout. He, he put this together from a shipping bag. Mm -hmm. this, is, this is great. It's just really nice crafts. And, you know, cutting, cutting different pieces of fabric, layering mm -hmm. them on top. Very reminiscent to something paper crafty, like so cool. when you're using solid shapes. Very cool. Yeah, it's stitching, really nice. So check out this guide. It's an instructable. Also, pro tip, sign up, log in, no ads. Double pro tip. What is it? Pie hole? Pie hole ad blocker. Super cool. So there is um, the project. Very cool. Shout out to Caitlin's dad. And we should also probably do something for Caitlin's dad. This is a special one. Ready? Move out of the frame. What? Oh, the, this uh, is for you, Caitlin's dad. The, it's uh, a clean plate. 
Ready? And there back. There go. All right, here we go. <laughs> there you go. That's just for you. All right, we got one last thing. Huge shout out to Greg Zumwalt, master designer, engineer. He put together his own boat, dual extruded, Ultimaker 3, using a Wi-Fi board of sorts. Thing's awesome. This is a paddle boat, Wi-Fi mm -hmm. paddle boat. This is actually one of the things that got me inspired to actually go ahead yeah. and try the boat as well. Yeah, this is super cute too. You're able to stuff all these, he was able to stuff all these things. You kind of need some heavy duty electronics though. Yeah. Not heavy duty, but you know what I mean? RC quality. Check out the quality of this though. Yeah. I really like the theming around it. Nice little uh, boat. Yeah. And it's all Wi-Fi. Colonial style kind of boat, steamboat. Would it be a steamboat? Yeah. Yeah, it looks like a steamboat. Yeah, it's got the, the, the chimneys. Mm-hmm. This thing's going. It also has a, another really cool one that we showed off as this week's Time Lapse Tuesday. That's okay. right. Let's go to the Time Lapse Tuesday. Oh, you also put a GoPro on it? Yes. That's what we're going to try to do. Another thing that also got me interested was, hey. Yeah, so check it out. This is a great Water project. Slugger. Maybe we'll build it. Well, we're kind of building our own version of it. Mm -hmm. So let's run through the Time Lapse Tuesday video. We pick uh, designs from the community. This mm -hmm. one, this again, is from Greg Zemwalt. He designed this boat. It's a uh, sort of a propeller boat. Mm-hmm uses a rubber band for propulsion and it's just a couple shells thick it's about two shells i should have did three though because it did have some water leakage but yeah. it did perform excellent there is a pull. ball bearing in the propeller mm -hmm. that keeps it super straight uh the ball matter. bearing is rubber sealed it can rust but um you know it's still rubber sealed Actually, the one that we've been using since the it has shoot it, has it hasn't rusted. rusted Perfect. Yeah. I did rust one, and I think it's because I cleaned it out with alcohol and yeah, took all the grease out. You removed the ceiling on it. So here's what it looks like. Nice dual extrusion print. It takes quite a while to print. If you want to do the dual extrusion version of this, you do have to rotate it in, in like at a 45 degree uh, Oh, for the Ultimaker 3. The Ultimaker 3, yeah. It's, it's fairly long, mm -hmm. but still narrow enough to fit on the bed. Yep, we're using the extra large rubber bands to act as the propulsion. As, as you said, I forget the diameter of the bearing for this, but we picked up a couple since they mm -hmm. are actually smaller than the ones that we're used to, the, what is it, the 6080 ones for a skateboard? 608 are the 608. ones we stock. And I'm just using a impact drill here to give it some spinning power. And it does a really good job of uh, pushing it through the water. Fun. Nice little design propeller as well. I do have to use a support material to print the propeller since it is uh, printing vertically. Mm -hmm. And you kind of see what the uh, bottom of the uh, propellers looks like with the support material on there. Yep. But all in all, this is a really cool boat. Yep. Um, I did get, like I said, a couple of leaks of water in here, but it was able to drain out and lift it outside. Uh, and the hot sun did not melt using the melt ink on here. We also uh, had this like thrown on the bottom of Gavin's toy bin. And so a lot of weight's been break. on it. It doesn't yeah. look warped at all. Mm -hmm. And Sweet. it's fairly, like, it's not it's, that it's, thick. No, it's, it's pretty not. thin. Yeah. So uh, definitely uh, use some uh, good filament on there. It's just the melting here. We're using the red and the yellow mm -hmm. and the green for the back. Yeah, regular 0.2 layer height, 0.4 nozzles. Yep, <laughs> nothing fancy. Except it's still extruded. That's kind of fancy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You didn't use a purge tower or a prime tower? Nope. No waste, yeah. really? And a little the bit of extrusion on that is pretty clean. Let me uh, do that for you. Yeah, it's not too bad. A little it's bit bad. of contamination here and there. A little bit, But, yeah. I mean, those are pretty fine details mm -hmm. uh, for this sort of thing. Making graphics Super on the Z cool. is always a little, a little tough. And he also has a, a single extrusion version as well. That uh, right. should print a lot more faster. Yeah, I printed that one, too. Super cool, little boat design while it's still summer here in the States. Yeah, it was fun to, uh, cool toys. It's fun to print that. All right, well, those are the projects um, we took a look at. Mm -hmm. I don't have Greg's, oh wait, I could just pull it up through his, uh, through his page. Hmm. So check out Greg on Thingiverse. Lots of really cool Download designs. his designs. Lots of animatrons. I need to see if I can send him some Adafruit stuff his way. Let's see. Oops, I was over here. Forward, forward, forward. There it is. All right, Greg Zumwalt. Here's the link. G Zumwalt. This is the tube slaw that we printed. He also made a different style one. Did you see that one? 
I did not. Yeah, I know. He's always cranking out great designs. Oh, wow. Look at this one. That's cool. A paddle boat type one. Another oh, one. Wow. Yeah, it uses a... Uh, what does it use? Maybe not a ball bearing? It's so cool. Oh, wow, it's quicker. a lot more faster. Yeah. <laughs> so if you check it out, I think he's actually uh, designing these for the... Fabtusla.org. Yeah, so like boat races they have. Like they asked him to piece. design a boat. Really cool. Yeah, I'm not sure what this is, but it looks cool. Looks like kids are making stuff. I'm down. Cool, so check out Greg Zumwalt on Thingiverse. Good stuff. And if you'd like to share your designs with us, you can do so by coming on the show and tell. We're doing a show and tell tonight mm -hmm. at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Shortly after that, we'll do Ask Engineer. Not we, but Lamar and Phil will do Ask Engineer. We'll hear all about the stuff that's available mm -hmm. in the worlds of open source and hardware and more. Hope Conference is going on right now. Yeah, or no, it's already over. Should be some Oops. really cool stories from that. And then tomorrow, don't forget to check out John Park's workshop. He's yeah, back John Park is, is working John, on, John I Pack. think, John more Park Lego stuff. So more definitely stuff. tune in Ooh. for that. More crickets, Sweet. Lego don't miss out. And of course, the very popular Make Minute will be on as well. Sweet. Cool. Quick pro programming note, you've been watching 3D Hangouts. It happens on a th Wednesday? It used to happen on a Thursday. It used to happen on a Thursday <laughs> for some reason. Hmm. Anyway. Don't forget coupon code ROVER if you want to save 10% off in your order. Mm -hmm. Don't forget freebies are back till supplies last, while supplies last. That's right. And I want to thank everybody for joining us. Again, all of your purchases goes to everybody here at Adafruit. Yay. Thank you all venture for supporting. Venture free, venture capital free. That's right. So we can do crazy, crazy projects like this. stuff, <laughs> puppet shows and more. <laughs> well, thank you guys so much. We really appreciate you guys hanging out with us today. And we'll be on there tonight. There's night next week. Good Don't forget to follow us on all the socials. Projects. You can see all the behind the scenes, everything we're working on. Sure. Perfect. And we'll see you guys next week. Don't forget to make an awesome day. Yeah, don't forget we're on Discord so we can hang out there. Yes, that any, is there. Any pro project helper. Just mm -hmm. want to share your projects with us. Yes. Discord's a great place to do it. Sorry I had to do that, but I had to throw it in there. All right, as Pedro said, don't forget, make a great day. <laughs> Thanks, guys. See you next week, guys. We'll leave you with your moment of fail.